My friend, we cannot keep this a secret any longer. Let us punish the guilty. Let us reward the innocent. My friend, can your heart stand the shocking facts about... Welcome to Why Bloody Valentine. I'm Rich and I'm here with Carolyn. Hi. And we watch Halloween 2 on Halloween. This was this was free. The day before. Yeah, like the day before Halloween. And it was not free. That's yeah, real dumb. No. We ended up buying it because it was only like $2 more to buy it than it was to rent it. So now we own it forever at least. We can do this once a year. Or not. We could buy all of them. Have a Halloween marathon. I don't understand why you have to buy them for that. Well, if we're going to have a Halloween marathon every year. You want to watch all the Halloweens every Halloween? <sighs> no, I don't want to watch all the Halloweens more than one more time, time for this. day to watch all the Halloweens? Pushing it if we want to sleep. I enjoy sleep. You do. It's one of my favorite parts of my day. So how's it going today, though? Good day? Yeah. This, I don't know. I don't know if this is the best Halloween sequel. A lot of people think it's the best Halloween sequel, which doesn't say much about the other Halloween sequels. It's it's weird to me because I love Michael sequel Myers. Was in like two or just anything that came after the first one? Uh, not anything that came after the first one. I'm just talking sequels. We will get into the timeline of this fucked up, stupid movie, but we'll probably save that to the end. Oh, so you can call it a stupid movie, but I can't. Well, I shouldn't even have called it a fucked up stupid movie. I should have called it a fucked up stupid series because of what they've done to the timeline of this fucking movie. This is a movie John Carpenter had to literally be sued into writing. He'd agreed if they made this other movie, he would write this movie that he didn't want to write to get the other movie made. It was The Fog, I think. But he took The Fog to a different studio and they had it, but they kind of already had agreement. So they took him to court to write this fucking movie that he does not like. Did not want to write, and like I think kind of hates. Hmm. Did he write any more after this? Any more Halloween movies? Yeah. He was like a producer on those new ones, but I think he was hands off for the rest of them. So it wasn't his idea to do the third one. I don't know if he was out of it, but he didn't like write the third one. He was just a producer on that too. But yeah, apparently he just got shit faced and wrote this movie, according to him. Because he had to. He yeah. was forced into it. He just needed ideas, so he just got drunk and wrote this movie. Hmm. And it fucking shows. So we'll go with the cast. First up is Jamie Lee Curtis. I'm not sure if we should include the awful wig in her intro or if it should get its own credit. Because that thing was fucking horrendous. She had a wig? Oh, God, yeah. Awful. Because she cut her hair after the first Halloween movie and oh. didn't want to grow it back out. It's fucking bad. I bet if we watched it now... You'd be like, oh, they got that at Spirit Halloween and pulled it right out of the bag and plopped it right on her head. It's so fucking bad. This is her third appearance on the podcast, having been in the other two Halloween movies we've covered. Dick Warlock replaces Nick Castle as Michael Myers. So they use the same mask as the original movie in this one. That's the exact same mask, but it doesn't look it. It does not look like it. It got all shitty and nicotine stained under Deborah Hill's bed. What? Yeah. So Deborah Hill, who was the co-writer of this movie and was um, John Carpenter's longtime collaborator and girlfriend, Mm -hmm. kept the mask under her bed. So it's nicotine stained and everything. It's disgusting. The mask just like lived under her fucking bed. Oh, weird. How many years was it between? Uh, Two, three-ish. Two to three, somewhere in there. Uh, it's also blatantly obvious that it's a, di- a different Michael Myers. So with Jason, in the new movies, they kind of just changed Jason. Like, everything. Like, he's wearing the hockey mask, but it's, like, different. He's different. They make a conscious effort for, like, a different type of Jason for some mm-hmm. reason. In this, they want you to think it's the same-ass Michael Myers. But Nick Castle and Dick Warlock, the coolest name ever, have different faces. And Dick Warlock's face is, like, way fatter. 
So Michael Myers looks a little chunky in the face in this one. How can you see his face? He's wearing a mask. Because the, ma- the mask is like tight on Dick Warlock oh. and it's looser and more of just the mask on I Nick Castle. Notice. Well, I've seen all these movies a thousand times, so. Lastly, we'll just go with Donald Pleasance as Dr. Loomis. He's been in a bunch of these fucking movies, and that's what he's most well-known for. This is his second appearance on the podcast. So on with the show, I guess. We'll get right into this movie. Mr. Sandman, arguably made more famous again because of this movie. It was a big song, and then it, uh-huh. this came out, and it was big again. Kind of like... uh that fucking what the hell's her name song from Stranger Things. Oh yeah. If I could okay, and make a deal with God and get him to swap our places. Kate Bush, is that her fucking name? I don't know. I don't know. Our kid likes her a lot though. And we get the end of the first movie, sort of. They actively change some of this just so Loomis can run into the fucking neighbor at the end and say, You don't know what death is. They retcon, like, one of the greatest horror movies ever. They what? Retcon. They retroactively go back and change shit from the first movie. Why? Like, what does it matter if he runs into the neighbor? Well, they they have to have the thing about Michael Myers escaping. He has to go down there. That whole scene. So, you know, Michael Myers escaped. He can run into cops, all that shit. And the funny thing about it is they reshot some of it. They didn't reshoot all of it. So some of that's just from the first movie. Some of it is reshot. They had to credit and pay Tony Moran as Michael Myers because he was the one playing him in the final scenes of the movie and they reused footage of him. So they had to pay him for this movie too? Yes, and he got a credit in this movie. So two people are credited as Michael Myers in this movie. And more people played Michael Myers. And just he didn't have to do anything else. No, he didn't even have to show up. They hmm. just reused his shit so they had to repay his ass. And multiple people played Michael Myers in the first one. Nick Castle's the main one and he's the one that everybody knows. But he, Nick Castle wasn't the one that did all those um, stunt scenes upstairs. So who was it that walked up the ramp and off the balcony? <laughs> that was Dick Warlock. Dick Warlock is a stunt man, so I would imagine he did all his own stunts. They changed the theme a little bit, and they added synth, made it a little more '80s. But yeah, Loomis shoots Michael. And we get a shot of him either walking up a fucking ramp off the balcony or levitating to it his death. It was really bad. It is so bad. I cannot believe they didn't just like and you have him flip over the balcony. How many times? Huh? And you had us watch it. How many times? Because it's the worst. You and our assistant were dying about this. It's so fucking bad. It makes absolutely no sense. I'm... You cannot believe this man walks over the banister. It, it, it was like there was a ramp. or I'm pretty sure that's what, it, what it was. It was just a ramp that he walked off of. But he needs to flip off the balcony. They reshot it, so he might as well just break the fucking banister. You know what I mean? Yeah. Fall through it. It is horrendous. Michael Myers hit the ground so hard, there's a full-ass outline of him. Like, like it's even necessary for there to be, like, a chalk outline of this man in the fucking ground. It was like he was covered in black paint. Yeah, it looked like he, he fell through some tar. Yeah. Between there and the ramp. It's so stupid. You don't need it. I don't understand. I don't understand it. You don't understand what? Like, why did it turn the ground colors? I don't know. I don't know. I wish I knew. I guess it's because they had... You wouldn't just be able to tell if the grass was pushed down, so it needed to be a different color or something. I don't know. It is basically a chalk outline of this motherfucker on the ground. I mean, we could just see that he wasn't there anymore. Yeah, you that's, have all, to... that's all it takes. That's all it takes. And we roll credits. This movie is not long. It is only 92 minutes long. Rated R, came out in 81. Two boobs, 11 deaths. Carolyn got jump scared once. And they spend about four or five minutes on just the fucking credits. I don't understand why you got to tell everybody that. Because the people need to know when you're scared. When the movie's actually scary. Sometimes I jump when it's not scary. It just surprised me. But you did jump, so we have to include it. I'm sorry, I don't make the rules. You do make the rules. It's your podcast. It's our podcast. 
So then I can make the rules? Some of them. Can I overrule your rules? On what? That we don't have to include my jump scares. No, I think the people like it. So now the people make the rules? The podcast is for the people. We're the podcast of the people. The people's podcast? Yeah, we're not stuffy critics. We're just average Joes. We finally get a POV shot. I We had these in Friday the 13th, and we had them in the original Halloween. I think there are a little bit more in this one, probably biting Friday the 13th a little bit. But I, I, I like them. They're not as effective in this, I don't think, as they are in Friday the 13th. Dogs barking, kids trick-or-treating, Loomis screaming at the cops. He shot him six times. It is clear that Dr. Loomis shot this man six times. He said it at least six times himself. Probably more. We got an old lady making a sandwich. Michael Myers peeping through the window, and he's in the house. Old couple watching Night of the Living Dead. Well, old dude sleeping through Night of the Living Dead. Old lady bitching at him making a sandwich. We get a news break. They're talking about the murders. Myers grabs a knife, and he lets them live. So we've... What? Why did he let them live? Well, we've established, I think, in the first movie that he's just a killer of necessity. At least in the first movie, he was. Like... He doesn't necessarily just run around killing everybody yet. Um, yeah, he could have fooled me. He has a goal in mind, and anybody that is remotely in the way of him achieving that goal gets killed, is how it seems. And his goal is just to kill her. Yes. And everyone in the hospital. They were in the way. You're right. Were they? <laughs> she makes, um, neighbor hears the girl scream, the lady, old lady scream, because she found some blood. And she, it looks like she was like, she was making ham sandwiches. It looked like a raw ham. It was pretty fucking disgusting looking. I don't know what these monsters ate in the 80s. It looked fucking gross. She, um, the old lady gets to live. The young lady makes a phone call. Myers enters. Meyer pops out of nowhere and stabs Alice to death. He literally popped yeah he did he popped like he popped up like from nowhere yeah and like jumped yeah like, the first thing you said was booyaka booyaka 619 because he looked like ray fucking mysterio yes or freddy krueger in yeah. halloween or friday or nightmare on elm street part two which i made a great tiktok about you guys should go look at it wvv rich on tiktok i don't know why he killed her she was not in the way i'm assuming maybe he and thinks she called the cops huh i said and it starts yeah Cut to the house, and out comes Lori Strode and her fucking wig on a gurney. Into the ambulance, off to the hospital. We're at the hospital. There's a mom taking her boy to the hospital. He's bleeding from the mouth. Do you think he, like, ate glass in the candy or something? Like, what the fuck? Razor blades in the candy. Razor blades? That is the implication here. Jesus Christ, that's so stupid. Nobody it's does very that. 80s. He he does get out of the hospital, though. He doesn't, he doesn't get caught up in all this rigmarole. Mm-hmm. But it's such a classic 80s urban legend. Why'd they put it in there? Yeah, I don't know. And also, like, did you check your candy when you came home from trick-or-treating? Did you no. have to? We had to. My parents had to look through all the candy to make sure if, there wasn't fucking razor blades in it because they watch TV. If my dad checked it, it was when I wasn't looking. Cause yeah. Because I've never seen him check it, but I highly doubt he checked it. Thankfully, we've moved on to people are putting edibles out for kids instead of No one's candy. going to give away their drugs. No, especially... Like, especially to people that don't have money to buy more. Like, if you're a drug dealer and you get these kids addicted to drugs, they're, they're nine. Mm-hmm. They they can't afford the drugs. So you're not really, it's not a good business decision. And edibles are expensive. So if you have that kind of change, you should probably spend it in better ways than giving kids drugs. No I, one's doing that shit. I grew up in such a rural area that I didn't trick-or-treat like you guys trick or treat anyways like we had to drive to the houses so we pretty much just drove to houses that we knew anyways who wasn't gonna give me razor blades so i was on twitter yesterday and somebody was railing against parents that take their kids trick-or-treating and one of the things they said was do you know how easy it would be for your kid to go up to the door and somebody just pull them right in i'm like they're gonna pull them into their own house like <laughs> with a whole neighborhood around watching and you there like, like, hey, what's the that's end game my there? kid in that house. <laughs> what's the end game there? Yeah. Like, are they going to escape before the fucking cops show up? Like, the whole neighborhood saw this. You saw this. People are out of their fucking minds with this shit on Twitter. Yeah. That I'm not calling X. I'm not doing it. 
I won't either. I don't call fucking the place where the Steelers play Acrisure Stadium. I call it Heinz Field. It you do not change these things. You're sounding like a boomer now. They're too ingrained. Acrisure Stadium sounds horrible. It's hard to say. It is. But you are sounding like a boomer. That's fine. I'm getting old. Doctor is fucking drunk. She has a stab wound, according to the paramedic. Possibly penetrating. Yeah, penetrating stab wound. As opposed to what? Like, is there another kind? Uh, I would just think that would be a cut. It certainly wouldn't be a stab wound. They've got to put her out. She doesn't love this. Loomis and the cop are circling the block looking for Michael. The cop doesn't believe he shot him. No man can take six slugs, except 50 Cent. Yeah, that didn't sell last night either. No. Sorry. Womp, womp, womp. I think it's a good one. And if you don't, you can find me in the club. They found Michael Myers, though. The cop runs this dude over and the car explodes. This trick-or-treater, who is obviously not Michael Myers, burns to death. Yeah, he was carrying a fucking treat bag. No one's super concerned, either. Like... No one really gives a fuck no, about this poor man. No, they did not try to save him or anything. They were just like, huh, watching this guy burn. Yeah. No one and gives a... And got in the car and drove away. Afterwards, there's no accountability whatsoever. I'm sure that cop just got suspended with pay, like cops do. <laughs> How did it just burst into flames? Well, that's what happened to cars in the 80s in oh, movies. Okay. They just blew up when they hit anything. Just very, very dangerous time. To, they're, they're basically just bombs. Yeah. I mean, he hit the side of the van. What do you expect? Yeah, I don't, I don't get it. Where did the sparks come from? Where did the fire come from? I don't get it. Paramedic is touching Lori. This wakes her up. She apparently doesn't think it's creepy. It's fine, I guess. She doesn't freak out about it or anything. Yeah, Doesn't think it's Michael then. Um, Lori cracked a bone in her ankle. She's lucky it wasn't a break. This fucking hospital. Yeah. If the bone is cracked, it's broken. It's broken. This hospital is very bad. This is not a good hospital. If Michael Myers does not kill her in this hospital, these healthcare professionals will. That's with like their... people that are like, it wasn't broken, it was just fractured. Do you yeah. know what the word fractured yeah, means? That means broken. broken. That's broken. Lots of news reports. Um, they're running with Michael Myers burning to death at this point. One of the dead girls was the chief's daughter, and he's convinced Loomis lets him out. So he's gone for the rest of the movie. Mm-hmm. The chief is just gone. I don't even know why they're like, this guy can't be in the whole movie. He had to go tell his wife. They needed a different cop. He obviously could have just been the chief and his daughter not died, but I guess his daughter died in the first movie, so they had to fucking be like, well, she's dead. Because hmm. they didn't plan this movie. The cops are positive he's dead. They just want this to be over. Except the blonde cop. The, the, the big blonde cop looks kind of like a surfer guy. He's not convinced he's dead. No, he can kind of, he kind of buy in what Dr. Loomis is selling. Two more girls coming from a party. One doesn't want to drive her friend home because she's late for work. She folds though. So this, this ends up being what nurse Karen at the hospital. Um, I think this whole scene exists. So a, you see nurse Karen B, uh, that guy walk around with the boombox can exist, but like her driving her friend home is immaterial to the movie. Yeah. She could have just gotten her car and went to work. I, I don't know. It, 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 the, pointless. Nothing happens to her friend. Ostensibly, her friend gets dropped off. I don't fucking know. I guess she gets dropped off. Like, I have no fucking clue. But there is some dude listening to the news on a boombox, and he gives away Lori's location to Michael. And he's off. Michael does not kill him because he doesn't need to. He just starts walking. Yeah. Nurse Karen arrives at work. After dropping off her friend, just before Michael Myers does. You see him in the rearview mirror. The dumb security guard reading a magazine and watching TV doesn't even notice Michael skulking around. So, not good. This is not good. And there's video monitors everywhere, too. I'm not sure he could have done anything to stop Michael Myers. But he could have at least alerted the police that there was a trespasser. Well, he doesn't do either later. No, he does not. Karen and Bud, who is the annoying medic, seem to have a thing. And we get another Myers POV. Michael right now is hiding in the nursery with all the babies. Yeah. You forget that there's um, a hospital full of babies? 
This is the only time you see the babies. This is the only time you see anybody that does not die or is like directly involved with Laurie Strode. Yeah. You don't see another patient. Yeah. Supposedly it's a full hospital, multiple floors. There is not a single patient. No patients. And it's including the dark mothers that as fuck in this hospital. Including the mothers that had those babies. Yeah, where the hell are Where they? are those mothers? And is she on the same floor as the maternity floor? Who? Lori. Like uh, it seems that way. Because she's supposed to be watching the babies, but she's also watching Lori. Yeah. Like, why is she on the maternity floor? I don't know. Well, what what difference does it make? There's no mothers on the maternity floor, so... Where do babies come from? I don't know where those babies came from. There's no one else in this hospital but the workers and Lori. Yeah. At, at some point, you would think they would be evacuating human beings out of this hospital. Even when it's caught on fire later. Yeah. Where did the babies go? Those babies where are, are pro- their mamas? Those, those babies are probably dead. <laughs> no. Those babies don't are all probably dead. Because it seemed like a reasonably bad fire. I don't know if the fire was in the maternity ward or just in the lobby. But ain't nobody watching those babies for hours. No. So hopefully they're they all dead. Hopefully they didn't need anything. Jimmy breaks the news it was Michael Myers. She knows the story about him killing his fucking siblings. The phones are out. Security guard is going to check the pole like he works for the fucking phone company. He gives Janet a very hefty walkie-talkie for protection. What is this guy going to do if there's something wrong with the fucking telephone pole? I don't know. Why check the pole? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Oh, well, the pole's still there. <laughs> yeah, that's like, like a check engine light. I just open my hood. There you go. <laughs> engine's there. There it is. I checked it. Guess this is good. <laughs> Wait, what's he going to do? Climb up there with his fucking spiky boots and fix the goddamn Even telephone still, line? What would you do? Yeah, I, yeah, it's not like How he, would you know there was anything wrong with it just looking at it? I mean, if there's a wire hanging down, you might know. But what's he going to do? Call the phone company to come out and fix it? Which is what you would have to do no matter what. It's yeah. wrong with the fucking phones. Yeah. You should just call the phone company. You but don't know nothing. Hard to call the phone company without a phone. I reckon. Yeah, they didn't have... He finds blood in a dumpster and is attacked by a cat. It didn't get me. No. He, he then finds a broken lock. That's how your boy got in. Uh, it looks like this is a maintenance shop, but they call it a storeroom. I don't know. It just looks like they just threw a bunch like a of fucking shit in a garage. Yeah. She doesn't know how to use that fucking walkie-talkie. And I think Michael Myers is, like, just fucking with people. Like, he broke all these locks, but then he came back? Like, why is he always there? I don't know. I don't know why he broke all the locks. I don't know why he's just making sounds. Like, like he's fucking with people. That's not really what Michael Myers does is like fucks with people. But security guard takes a claw hammer to the dome piece. The claw part too. Yeah. This is weird as a Halloween movie in that Michael Myers only uses a butcher knife once. His main weapon is a scalpel in this movie. Yeah. Which is dumb and stupid. A little well, tiny fucking scalpel. he killed two scalpel. people with needles. Yeah. Uh, technically three. Oh yeah, three. Three people with needles. So I guess that's his main weapon. But he brandishes the scalpel a lot, which is less intimidating than a fucking big butcher knife. What does he kill you in all the other movies? The butcher knife. Generally. He's kind of intrinsically connected to the butcher Ow! knife. Is that Stormy? She bit me. Why'd she bite you? Because I didn't pet her. She's been meowing. Oh. She bit me on the fucking leg for no goddamn reason. Well, at least she's in the podcast. There's a dentist in to check the dental records, and that'll take hours. Like I said, the blonde cop is on Loomis's side. Residents are destroying the Myers house, and they, like, go and stop them. I would just let them. It's abandoned. Well, what was the point of that? They're just they're just acting out their rage. What did the house do? It birthed the devil. He was probably birthed at that hospital. Probably, which explains why that hospital has um, such a poor standing in this movie. It's a shitty hospital. It's very dark. I don't... You, hospitals would never be that dark. The whole goddamn thing. Why would it be that dark? So sad. That happens a lot in horror movies, though. Like, it, hospitals and shit are dark. Everything's dark. But they're never dark. No. They're In fact, they're too bright. No, you need to... If you're gonna make a horror movie in a hospital, you need to somehow make it scary without using darkness. Because that's not realistic. Unless you can explain the darkness. Oh, yeah. Like, there was a fucking storm, and now you only have is a... The generators yeah, with those stupid lights ones, on the boxes. Right. Yeah. But every hospital I go into is so fucking bright. So bright. All night long. Yeah. Day and night. Yeah. 
Two boys run up and let the cops know someone is missing. 17-year-old, very drunk. One of these kids is named Craig. He is Billy Warlock, who is Michael Myers' kid. <laughs> like, the real life, the guy that's playing Michael Myers, Dick Warlock, mm -hmm. Billy Warlock is his kid. Hmm. Of the famous Warlock family. Coolest fucking name. Oh my god. He's probably most famous for society, which I really, really, really want to do on this podcast. But I really think you're going to dislike it quite a bit. So I haven't done it yet. That doesn't normally stop you. I know, but it's so fucking weird. It, it might be beyond the pale for you. The only thing you usually stop is zombie movies. Yeah, and like very triggery, like rapey stuff. I keep that out of the podcast, too, for you. Thanks. Back to the hospital. It may as well be a fucking cave in there at this point. It is. It may as well be as above, so below. It's so stupid. It's so fucking dark. This is... Remember how we were talking about in Friday the 13th? Like how... I get what they're trying to do with the darkness, but at times it's a little too much. Mm -hmm. In this movie, it's often too much. There's parts of this movie you can't see. Mm -hmm. And it's not because of a shitty VHS tape like I had on this Texas Chainsaw Massacre. It's because it's too dark. Right. And I don't like it. Karen enters a room and Bud gives her a hug, which scares you to death. This is what got you. This was your jump scare. He wants to go to the therapy room. His finger is hurt and needs some therapy. Mm -hmm. You know what he's talking about, right? Mm -hmm. Karen is a terrible nurse. Needs some fingering weights. Yeah. Yeah. Like my yarn. Mm-hmm. So this this woman that the the um, head lady says you're a good nurse, but you gotta stop being late. She's an awful nurse. <laughs> she's late. She's gonna fuck this guy on her shift while she's supposed to be watching the babies. Yeah. I don't see her nurse anything at all ever. No. Lori's having flashbacks. Someone is not her mother. Visiting some kid. It's all coming back to her now. If she visited this child in the mental institution, she would remember that. No matter like, if she's old, like she looked old enough. When yeah, she was in why, there. Why would she just now remember that? To remember that. Karen getting undressed to hop in the hot tub with Bud. Very chaste, though, wraps herself in a towel. But not for long. We got titties in this bitch. Those are the only pair, right? Yes. I only counted them. As, I only counted those because you just see those a couple times. Yeah. They're making out while Myers turns up the heat. Bud is oblivious. She is, like, melting. Mm -hmm. And he's like, oh, it's fine. I'm hot. <laughs> 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 Look how hot I am. She's like, he's about to get cold. Yeah. So she makes him check. We see his man ass and Myers strangles him in like 10 seconds. Uh, yeah. Very quick. You can hold your breath much longer than what he supposedly choked him out with. Maybe he broke his neck with it. I don't know. I'm trying to give him the benefit of the doubt here. Okay. Now it's her turn. But first he kind of gives her like a shoulder rub. And she like, like licks grabs and, her titty. and licks and sucks on his thumb and shit. Yeah, it's it fucking weird and gross. gross. He dunks her into the boiling water and melts her face off. We get one last look at those glorious, glorious boobs, and she is dead. So the whole time he's dunking her, she has like the towel around. Her. You don't see her tits, and then he pulls her up and they're like, "Make sure you get her tits again." Yeah. And how come it was melting her face skin off, but not melting his hand skin off? The next line of my notes is: This had seemingly zero effect on his hand. Because he's holding her under there. Yes. His hand should be... Like, elbow deep. Like a skeleton mm -hmm. hand. He should pull it out and have a skeleton hand. They're at the school where he stabbed some colored pictures of a girl, like, with crayons. It was funny, too, because right at that moment when we saw that, you did the little check mark that she died getting drowned or whatever. Yeah. I was like, did you just count that crayon drawing as a kill? <laughs> I did not, but we had one crayon drawing to... So I hate this scene quite a lot. Hate it. It's unnecessary. It's only to draw attention to two things, which I hate both of. First is that like this is his sister and he remembers his childhood. The second is that he scrawled Samhain on the wall, which Dr. fucking Loomis pronounces as Samhain. That is not how you say the word, okay? It's Samhain. And this is a common, common mistake, mm -hmm. which, acceptable. Euro, gyro. Okay. Fine. It looks like Hors it says... Hors whores, divorce. That is not common. That's <laughs> moron stuff. That's what, a, that's what a fucking idiot says. You can look at this and in no way think that this says Samhain. Right. But you can think it says Samhain if you speak English. Whores, divorce. 
is what an idiot says when they're uncultured. I'm the idiot. Hors d'oeuvres. I know what hors d'oeuvres are. I now know now how to spell you know. it. Get away from me. I knew what they were. I just now know how to spell it. Whore's divorce is how you spell it. Mm-hmm. So anyway, it means Lord of the Dead, the end of summer, the festival of Samhain or Samhain, according to Dr. Loomis. He's clearly an expert on what this means. He knows the meaning of the word. He knows what it symbolizes. He does not know how to say the word, though. And that really irks right, me. You'd think if he would have that much knowledge of it, he would know how to pronounce it. I'm not even sure how the fuck Michael Myers knows about it. He's been like locked in solitary confinement since he's a fucking 12-year-old. How right. the fuck does he know about it? Maybe he had lots of books. He didn't have nothing else to I do. I seriously fucking doubt this guy had books. Sit around waiting. The governor has ordered Loomis back to Smith's Grove, and there's a marshal waiting outside. They'll play up this occult bullshit in later films, like, way more. But it annoys me a lot in this movie. They plant the seed that there's this occult, pagan, druid influence on Michael Myers. They do it here, and they do it when he's driving away in the cop car. He talks more about it. He elaborates on it. And the implication kind of is, since he's basically superhuman at this point, there's some of that shit going on. Mm Mm-hmm. If that's the case, you don't need the sister storyline, which I don't like either. But if he's just this possessed druid fucking basically zombie, you don't need him to be killing his sister. He can be just fucking doing that. Yeah, just killing Getting revenge on the city that he blames for whatever caused him to kill his sister back in the day. You know what I mean? He doesn't need... You don't need the sister storyline if you have the druid storyline. And you don't need the fucking druid storyline if you have the sister storyline. Pick one or the other. Don't do them poorly, though. Both of them. They're both bad. Neither of them are good. And they somehow... They're like, man, nobody likes this. Like, lots of people don't like this whole sister bullshit. And the druid stuff is corny and dumb as fuck. They do both of them again in the sequels. Like, and yet you still are gonna try to make me watch them all. Yeah. So the sequels, I like, don't get it. He's like killing more family members in the sequels because Jamie Lee Curtis is like, I am far too famous for this shit. Until the nineties, then she's like, okay, we're gonna make some money here. But those middle sequels, she's not in them. It's fucking bizarre. Jimmy goes back to Lori. He's going to protect her. She's like catatonic, so they run to get the doctor. Uh, he's quite dead with a needle in his skull, and Janet gets one too. Jimmy is off for Mrs. Alves. She's not in the ladies' lounge. What is the ladies' lounge? Is that like the locker room? I think so, but I'm not sure why they call it a lounge. Maybe because it's old-timey? So Probably an old-timey locker hospital. Locker room and where they take break or something? I, I don't know. It's that weird. seems like a shitty place to take break. Yeah. More it's very dark. Yeah, well, everything's very dark. More POV of Myers. He's entered a room. He stabs the fuck out of some pillows with a scalpel. So Jamie Lee Curtis was faking it. She was playing possum. Mm-hmm. But Lori's on him. She escaped. She was pretending to be catatonic. And she did a very good job. Right? So why was she pretending to the nurse? So the nurse would leave. Why would she want the nurse to leave? So she could leave. The nurse wouldn't let her leave if the nurse was there. Oh. I think the last surviving nurse in this ultra dark hospital is Jill. And I'm like squinting to read her fucking name tag. And I eventually did. It is Jill. Poor Lori is already so fucked up. She's just chilling on the floor. She's napping. Just curled yeah, up. And... She, she just curls up and takes a nap ski. Nappy nap. Jill's coming to the conclusion that she's the only one left. Jimmy scares the fuck out of her. Jill's going to check the East Wing. If empty, she needs to go get the sheriff. Jimmy finds Mrs. Alves. Uh, Michael gave her an IV and let all the blood drain out. Yeah. This is a, probably a pretty um, slow death first off, so he must have killed her in some way first. Yeah, because why would she just lay there and just bleed out? I also would imagine this takes some sort of skill. To put the IV in? To set the IV and everything. I don't think you can just do it. Like I don't think I could do it. Especially a like, child that's been... Well, I mean, maybe he's been pro- poked and prodded so much. I guess, but I've got IVs. I certainly don't think I could fucking do it. You didn't grow up in a hospital. 
No, and who knows if he's been poked and prodded. It's true. Apparently, all he does is just sit there and wait. I'm just saying, people go to fucking phlebotomy school. I don't think he can just do this. Okay. He's very talented killer. Jimmy slips in the shittiest looking blood I've ever seen in my life. It's like orange. It's like yeah. weird, not blood. Clearly not blood. Yeah. But he does give himself a concussion. Jill flees to her vehicle, which won't start. Also has four flat tires. All the tires are slashed. So she's going back into the hospital, which of all the options, what a terrible one. And to like, choose. when did that happen? That he went out there and slashed everyone's tires? And he had to have just done every single tire in the entire parking lot. Because yeah. how would he know whose is whose? He did do every tire, I think. It looks that way, at least. I guess it shouldn't be that many since it's a very empty hospital. Yeah, all the mothers are gone for sure. <laughs> Lori is awake and walking. She gets to see Jill killed with a scalpel. He picks her up off the ground and all her shoes fall off. Her shoes didn't fall off until she was dead. Right, but they did fall off. Yeah. Lori can sort of run now. Like, this this shocks her system into being able to run on her not broken ankle. Yeah. Michael Myers, for his part, just walks like a robot. Very robotic walk on Michael Myers in this movie. She heads to the basement. She learned her lesson and went downstairs instead of upstairs. But she's just as trapped. She's finding the bodies now, too, because killers, what they like to do is just hide the bodies, like squirrels hiding nuts. Yeah. That's what they do in these movies. They that hide makes, the bodies. Makes a lot of sense. Fucking Jason hid the bodies in Friday the 13th. Like, like they're their treasures. Lori finds a window, though, and she escapes, sort of. The window doesn't go outside. It just goes to another room. Like, what a weird place for a window. Yeah. Inside. She's trying to get onto the elevator, and it's the slowest elevator. This elevator goes, what, three floors? Basement, one, two. Very, very slow elevator. And he walks so slow, he doesn't even try to hurry to get there. He's the only thing slower than the elevator. She makes it. Thankfully, it wasn't one of those that open if you stick your hand in there. Because yeah. he sticks his hand in there, it just pinches him, so he pulls it out. Which I'm like, Michael Myers, what are you, a bitch? You've been shot six times. Dr. Loomis said so. And you can't get your little <laughs> piggies pinched? What are you, fucking crazy? Just don't open a fucking door. But... It's not one of those doors, and I thought all elevators were those, even in the 80s, but okay. Thankfully for Lori, it isn't. So she gets to the car, just to hide, though. And this is when Loomis is talking shit about druids and fucking rituals and bullshit. Fucking stupidity. There was a secret file on Michael Myers. It's the key to everything. That's where the information about Lori is. He wants to go back to the hospital. He threatens to kill the marshal. Puts a gun to his head. The, the marshal has a gun. Mm-hmm. He's a gun guy. He's he's a police officer, law enforcement officer. He's like, okay. He does not like immediately kill Dr. Loomis or even arrest him when they get out of the car at the hospital, which mm-hmm. is what would happen in real life. Mm-hmm. So he turns the car around. She happened to hide in Jimmy's car and he's fucking clearly got a concussion because he gets in. Yeah, he's all fucked up. He passes out on the horn and that gets Michael's attention. Lori tries to scream, but she can only muster it after the door closes. Does he die? The guy that was in the car? Yeah, Jimmy. I don't know. I don't remember if he dies or not. I might have died there. I didn't see him die. I don't know if he died or passed out there. Michael spots her. She tries to get into the hospital, but it's locked now. I don't I don't understand why that is the thing. Like, they just walked in. Yeah, they And now the door is locked. So Loomis gets her in the nick of time, and Myers walks right through the door. Just walks through it. Like the glass was... A curtain. Yeah. He just walks right through it. Yeah. Like he didn't kick it first or nothing. He was Mm-mm. just like... It just shattered when he got near it. Mm-hmm. Loomis shoots him at least four times. Four more times. Four more times. So we're up to ten times. I shot him ten times! And the stupid marshal checks on Myers, despite Loomis telling him not to, and gets his throat cut for his trouble. Mm-hmm. Cops are on the way, though. That's good. But they're trapped. Myers breaks through the door and stabs Loomis in the belly. Lori has a gun. Lori Strode, who has never fired a gun in her life, clearly, she won't even take the gun, shoots this man in each eyeball. Yes. Each eyeball. The, those are her first two shots with a gun. Ever. In her whole life. Literal bullseye. Mm-hmm. Twice. So he's been shot 12 times, including twice in the eyes. <laughs> like, that's that's a mortal wound, right? So, yeah, yeah. He's not dead. He just can't <clears throat> see. It, it barely hurts him. I don't think it hurts him. I think he just can't see. Yeah, he just can't see. 
So he swings blindly as Loomis releases some gas. Lori releases some gas, every gas, oxygen, ether. They're letting it all fly in here. And they're in here for a while, like, to the point that I would be thinking this would make them uncomfortable, too, like. Yeah, why are they not? Getting a little woozy or uh-huh. coughing or anything. This allows Lori Strode to escape. Loomis stays and light that shit up. So he's dead. Loomis is dead. Right. Spoiler alert. Loomis is in more of these movies. So he didn't die. No. He's also superhuman. He's all burned up in the movies, though. Is he? Yes. Michael escapes in, in like, the classic 80s guy on fire snowsuit that they all wear. Yeah. It was very obvious that he was wearing the suit. They walk with their legs apart Mm -hmm. and their arms out kind of like Frankenstein, and they're wearing, like, a big snowsuit. So he escapes in that. I think, like, they just figured out they could do that in the 80s. So they had to put it in every movie? Yeah, so it's in every movie. They just figured out, like, oh, we can light people on fire and not hurt them. But That's they have fun. to, but they have to be dressed like they're going to get attacked by attack dogs. <laughs> so they did it in every movie. Michael Myers couldn't be more dead. They literally show him melting away mm-hmm. twice. Mm-hmm. Carpenter never wanted another Michael Myers movie, so he made it abundantly clear that both Loomis and Michael Myers died in this movie. Dead, 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 dead. This is it. He did not want to make this movie because fucking the first one was what he wanted to make told the story this is over mm-hmm. this was the intention this is not how it worked out Lori's in another ambulance and they bounce and this is i'm just sitting there thinking like how are those babies and where were their mothers <laughs> where were their their mothers i don't know michael myers either killed them all off camera or they were never there mm-hmm. the baby shouldn't have been there this is the emptiest fucking hospital ever it's gonna go out of business with this kind of there are so many employees there and one patient. Mm-hmm. How could they not have any other patients? I don't. I cannot fathom. Why were the babies left alone in a dark room? Maybe they were trying to get them to sleep. But, well, they were left alone so that girl could go fuck in the hot tub. Right. And, and for a little bit, Michael Myers was with them. <laughs> they give us more Michael Myers burning to a crisp. He is so fucking dead. Like I said, they go back to it. They're like, look, he's gone. Mm-hmm. We're played out by Mr. Sandman again, and that was Halloween 2. A pretty decisive movie in the horror community in the first of three Halloween 2s. This timeline is so fucked, as I mentioned earlier. It's just an absolute mess. And you almost, if you want to watch these movies, if you want to marathon these movies, you have to fucking Google it to see what the hell you're doing. Yeah, you wrote them all out last night. Yeah, I made a flowchart, and we'll go over it briefly, okay? Okay. So what I'm going to consider the main line of the Halloween movies is 1978 to 2002. We're not going to include Halloween 3 for this exercise because we're kind of just talking about Michael Myers. This is the order they go in. Halloween. Halloween 2. Halloween 4. Halloween 5. Halloween The Curse of Michael Myers. Halloween H2O, which would make you believe it's Halloween 20, but it's not. It's the 20th anniversary. <laughs> then Halloween Resurrection, which, ugh, fuck you, the fucking buzzwords. So that's the main line of these movies. Mm-hmm. Then if you go to the Halloween, like, Kills era, you get Halloween 1978, Halloween 2018. So in this one, Halloween 2 is just called Halloween Also. They're like, we have Halloween, then Halloween, then Halloween kills, Halloween ends. I do not like that these fucking companies are rebooting these movies and calling them the same thing when they're sequels. You have to call it something different. You can't call it the same thing. They did it with Scream, too. Mm -hmm. Don't do that. If it's a sequel, it has to, like, you have to have some sort of demarcation. Just like when they had the Girl Ghostbusters movie. They just call that shit Ghostbusters. Yeah. Don't do that. Don't do that. It's confusing. Mm -hmm. And that ain't even a sequel, but call it something else. I think they did add something to it. It's called like Ghostbusters and then Answer the Call or something. They added to Mm -hmm. it afterwards because that is so fucking annoying. And that's not to say anything about that movie, which does suck. But not because they're girls, not because they're girls, but because it doesn't even like match the tone or tenor of the movies at all. It's really fucking bad. And I like the girl, um, Kate McKinnon, I think, was in it. 
She's fucking awesome in it. But the movie sucks. You can say that without being sexist. And then we have the Rob Zombie movies. Halloween 1, Halloween 2. So what we have in this timeline is two Halloween 1s, three Halloween 2s. Two Halloween 3s. No, one Halloween 3. Oh, yeah. Two Halloween 4s. What a fucking mess. Yeah. And one, two, three, four, five of the sequels do not have a number. Mm-hmm. So good luck just picking one up and being like, oh, I know where this goes in the timeline. What a fucking mess. These fucking assholes. Especially H2O. One of them, Busta Rhymes, beats up Michael Myers. <laughs> How fucking dare you? I can't believe you're going to make me watch them. How fucking dare you? <sighs> yeah, but it has to happen. Halloween 2 was a success. It couldn't be anything but a success because it had Michael Myers in it. And this was the age of like the slasher icon. Freddy Krueger, Jason Voorhees, Leatherface, Michael Myers. This was this was when this was happening. This is the beginning of it, but this is when this is happening. It made twenty five point two million on a budget of two point five million. That's ten times. Very Massive success, you know what I mean? Not massive success, but very successful. You make 10 times your money, you did a good fucking job. It's a far cry from the first, which made 70 million on a budget of 325,000. And it, it's worse, so I'm sure that played a role in it. But also, I think the time in between kind of hurt it, like three years. Mm-hmm. You're pushing it. You want to get this bitch out a little bit sooner than that, I think. Because there were other things to take your attention away from it. Like you have a Friday the 13th sequel the same year. Uh, this was the weekend it came out the highest grossing movie the weekend it came out it was the second highest grossing horror movie of the time the first being uh, American Werewolf in London which is better than this but like I said there's a lot of horror movies out now this is like as we're ascending we're ascending the mountain to the peak of like 80s horror and then we slowly come down and get to like the 90s and this one's more violent, I think. This is more violent than the first one. Yeah. Maybe not, like, kill count-wise or anything, but the the kills are more violent. And like I said earlier with the POV shots, the overuse of the POV shots, I think it's a case of the original imitating the imitators. So Friday the 13th, an unabashed ripoff of Halloween. I think Halloween kind of took influence from the success of that movie hmm. and kind of copied it. So we're getting like these copies of copies at this point, and that's why the quality is not quite as good. I am sad there was no stabbing of knitting needles this time. No, there wasn't. No. But but it doesn't feel like the original, right? It feels like something else. Yeah. Critics at the time generally hated the movie. In fact, they hated a huge portion of the genre at this time because it was a lot of minor plot points existing just to get to the kills. I disagree to a point because there's plenty of plot in this fucking movie. It's shitty plot, <laughs> but it's plot. Friday the 13th, very little plot. These people are at camp. They're going to die. This movie, oh, fucking Sam Hain. Oh, it's his sister. Oh, he's fucking the personification of evil. This is where he becomes the personification of evil, I think. And they're not entirely wrong about that. I like him. I like movies like that. I don't need fucking deep plot in every goddamn movie. Sometimes I just want to watch something fun and funny. This is kind of funny if you watch it not taking it super seriously. Like, we, I rewound this movie multiple times, and we fucking laughed our asses off at things yeah. in it. So, that's fine, too. Halloween 2 has, has a 33% critic score and a 63% audience score on Rotten Tomatoes. I gave it a 3.5 on Letterboxd. In fact, I went there to rate this movie 3.5, and I had already rated it on there because I've seen it since I started rating movies on Letterboxd, and it was already rated 3.5. So I feel very strongly about that rating, apparently. Good job. So where do you rank it? Oh, my God. I did. (laughs) Last. Last? You liked Friday the 13th more than this. What? You liked Friday the 13th more than this? That's not what I got on here. Did you not write it down? No Terminator, Neverending Story, No Country for Old Men, Cable Guy. Wait. That's not the right list. Mm. 
That's the is that the horror list, I think. Well, I don't or know where I, that's where I started is. at. You just didn't write Friday the 13th down. So I had to put Friday the 13th. Where did I put Friday the 13th? I can't imagine you put it anywhere else other than last. Did you like that more than Cable Guy? Which one's Friday? No. <laughs> Which one is Friday the 13th? Jason Voorhees. Jason. His mom. And this is... Halloween 2. Michael Ooh, Myers. Michael Myers and Jason. Oh, I fucking... I, they, they all have weird... I don't like any of them. Freddy, Jason, and Michael. Ew. Okay. You don't even like Summer because it spells Jason. What? July, August, September, oh October, November. You don't even like me. Sometimes. Yeah, I... Like the Jason movie more than this. Because <laughs> at least there was a twist to it. It was It was dark for a reason. Yeah, because it was nighttime. And they were outside. <laughs> yeah. At a fucking camp that was run by a generator. Yeah, I guess that. Why was this hospital so dark? <laughs> That's going to be what makes or breaks really, your rank in this movie. Re- the hospital ridiculous. was too fucking dark. I do like that we watched Friday the 13th on Friday the 13th, and we watched Halloween on Halloween. That is fun. Yeah, I wrote them down this time. So Halloween 2 is last. Yeah. And you're going to maybe watch all of them. They'll all be last. <laughs> They'll all be last. I could probably do worse. Great. I didn't say I'm going to. I just probably can. Society. The stuff. There are some things that I have in my back pocket that you are not going to like. Bed, the bed that eats That people. movie is horrendously boring. It is bad. I know you made me watch it. Ugh. Ugh. We will not be covering that on here because it's long and bad. I don't even know if it's long. It just feels like it's 85 hours long. It feels like it's longer than every Halloween movie combined. Do you have anything else to add? No. Then say goodbye, Carolyn. Goodbye, Carolyn. <laughs>